Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Like How's your morning going? It's been good. Cool. Boys got up super early, so. Did they? Yeah, the yeah. four six. You're always up early. That's probably yeah. because of the boys, right? Yeah, mostly. My alarm's set for five thirty, knowing that they'll be up shortly after. Cool. So, yeah, just wanted to um, connect with you. You've had a lot, lot going on this last year, and and obviously building your your team this year, and the just level of involvement that you've had with, um, uh, you know the new people coming in through the relocation side and also getting in the leasing and all that sort of thing. So just thought it'd be a good time to kind of catch up with you and, and chat about yeah. that. Um, and then also touch on the um, new construction side of things. Cause I think that you um, just naturally have had a whole bunch of buyers that, you know, um, have been in, um, interested in the new construction inventory. And so that's mm -hmm. kind of thrown you into the market, but then also working with um, the developer, um, local developers and just trying to identifying, you know, the type of properties that they want. Um, right. And then chatting through, I guess, you know, everyone, um, there's so many different types of properties out there, right? You have the mm -hmm. ones that, um, you know, may have been investments over the years and they're kind of sitting there dilapidated and not, you know, um, really are needing a developer to purchase it because that's right. the highest and best use. Um, right. And you have kind of the middle ground properties where they, you know, the owners try to fix them up and then sell them for top dollar. Um, and then, of course, you have the new construction stuff for newer, newer products. So mm -hmm. um, just honing in on exactly what, you know, developers are, are looking for in case there's anyone out there that, you know, may have a property, rental property in Seattle or on the east side um, or even just a property that, you know, family owned. <clears throat> um, you know, I know I think we see a lot of estates, um, you know, that, that inherit these properties and then. Mm -hmm you know, the family members don't really want to put the time, energy and effort into it. So right. let's kind of dive into the new construction um, uh, aspect of all this. Um, what are you seeing out there in terms of inventory just in general for the new construction product? Yeah, so I think in Seattle, I mean, the new construction is predominantly townhomes or custom builds like one offs. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, the people that we're working with are um, I mean, yeah, I mean, specific custom home builders that are, you know, buying lots, but, you know, kind of on the outskirts of town, you know, there's a new community going up in, in um, well, in Black Diamond called 10 Trails. Mm -hmm. And I would say the majority of the, the large builders are out there. So you have Lennar, you have DR Horton, you have Toll Brothers now, mm -hmm. JK Monarch, and um, they're kind of all out there. And I think they're going to, they're envisioning that whole community as kind of being a closer uh, Tahale, like yeah. that's in Bonnie Lake. Yep. Um, so eventually there's going to be a school and there's going to be commercial and retail out there. So um, so that's kind of what I'm seeing out there. I believe there was a Seattle Times article out maybe three or four months ago saying that the booming areas, surprisingly, are Black Diamond, Granite Falls in, you know, Northeast oh, yeah. right. and, um, and Bonnie Lake. And Bonnie so, Lake. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. So that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing. I mean, there's there's townhome builders, uh, you know, just in like Shoreline and Bothell. Um, we closed on one in Bo like Kenmore Bothell. That was kind of a smaller builder. They're located in Northeast Seattle. Um, mm -hmm. It was called The Landing. Yep. So my clients purchased out there. And then I actually saw on Instagram, I think they're doing another development, probably with the same builder. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Blue Fern, they're doing a bunch of seven townhome lots in shoreline um, i think they're doing some stuff in south seattle and stuff coming up in lake city as well and then on the north end too you have 
uh, Pacific Ridge, they have a new community in South Everett called The Park. And those mm -hmm. ones are getting incrementally released. Uh, have a couple of buyers circling around um, those areas. And then, you know, you go up to Lake Stevens and you're finding the same thing. That, um, I think the single family homes are kind of done. I don't know if they can build much more. Yeah. Um, so they're having townhomes now released. There's a, a new townhome community called the Farmhouse up there that, again, they're kind of incrementally releasing those. And mm -hmm. uh, even on new builds, they're having, you know, seven and eight offers on everything, which is which is crazy, but it's yeah. just, yeah. What, um, can we talk just general price points? Like where are you seeing kind of the, um, the values and where are you seeing kind of the, like, wow, that's, you know, crazy price. Uh, yeah. I mean, in Seattle, I mean, you can, you can actually find a townhome that's around a thousand square feet for under 550. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, West Seattle or Southwest Seattle, uh, almost to like high point and, um, uh, Greenwood. Uh, there's some new ones that are, I can't remember who the agent is. He's with Keller Williams, but he's got some new spots just south of 145th right mm -hmm. there. They're kind of around 600, but shoreline for townhomes is anywhere between like 650 and 700. You go northeast to Bothell and Kenmore, you're looking anywhere between like 750 and 950, obviously just dependent upon the size. Uh, Lennar has a a townhome community in Bonnie Lake. And when they first got released, they were, they were at like 350. Mm -hmm. um, so I was actually pushing people to be like, go buy these now. Cause they're not going to be at 350 forever. <laughs> Seriously. That's a bargain. <laughs> that is a bargain. Um, and yeah, I have somebody that's looking to buy like three or four in a lot. Uh, yeah. And I was, and that's well within his price point for, for yeah. each unit. And uh, that that's the one kind of handcuff with the big builders is that you, this specific client, he wants all of the units on one purchase and sale so he can lump all title together. Yeah. Um, but, but the big builders just won't do that. So. Yeah, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, so we have a, um, so Bonnie Lake, obviously for those of you who don't know is, is where I, where I grew up and you've done actually last year or the year before you did quite a few deals kind of down in that area, actually not too far from my parents' house. Yeah. Um, and Tala is a community that we've, we've watched kind of evolve over time and actually, Whenever I go to my parents' house, we go up there and kind of do all the trails and kind of check on, you know, everything that's going on up there. Um, right. But yeah, it is it is pretty crazy to see all the the new development and everything that that is going on down there for sure. Um, Amy, yeah. um, one of my good friends, section on here, and she just kind of said, you know, is buying a new construction a smart move kind of at this this point in time? And what's your opinion on that? I would say yes, as long as it's not in the city of Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking at like mass builders or the big builders, then I would say that, yes, it's a good investment. The one area I forgot to mention, Toll Brothers has a community in Duval mm -hmm. that I think they're trying to ramp up similar to 10 trails. Um, I think Toll Brothers is the first one out there, but, but I think others are, are going to find their way in too. So I would say, yes, it's a good investment as long as you get in early in the build process. Units that are for sale, I think you're going to end up overpaying. Yeah, um, and it's just going to take a little bit longer to to kind of see the overall return on investment. Mm -hmm. I can see that new construction is nice because if you are a new home buyer and you don't want the hassle or you don't have the time or even excess cash to spend toward um, to update, you know, um, yeah. your home. Basically, that's you know a great great 
Uh, and even if it's a little bit on the smaller side of, let's say you have like a five to 10 year projection of wanting to be in the house, even if it's right. maybe on smaller square footage, something that you can live in now, when you go to resale that property and let's say a three to five year period, you want to be a much better position than if you were to have a, you know, maybe an older home that you had to put money into to get it back up to speed. And then you're dealing right. with selling an older home at that time. You're just not going to be able to maximize value. So there is a, um, and not to say that those purchases, the, you know, older fixer uppers and all that stuff is, is not a good investment. I just think for certain people, but yeah, it's some, um, the new product is good as a good investment for certain people for sure. Yeah. So. And the tricky thing, if you're looking online or if, you know, you're working with an agent who's, who's kind of sending you over stuff from the MLS feed, you know, Pulte and Toll Brothers, they set kind of like the, the base price and then, mm -hmm. and then you have the option to do a bunch of add-ons. So it's like the base price plus the add-ons. Um, so I, I don't know. I know like Harbor Homes and Lennar and I think Dr. Horton, they kind of have like, like you're buying what it is, mm -hmm. but Pulte and Toll Brothers and JK Monarch might do the same thing where you, you can kind of go in, you buy, you buy the, the lot, you buy kind of what the floor plan is, and then you have the opportunity to, to do a bunch of add-ons, which makes it even more important to, to find out about a community really early on and then and then um that way you have that yeah i actually had we closed on a spot uh, as a lennar build in in uh when did we close like late october and we were i mean emailing like last april or march or april we were like the first person first people to buy the lot they were in contract for 749 the house is 2500 square feet and that exact same the last home just sold i believe exact same model sold for like just over a million yeah so it's in like business. eight months they've gained two hundred fifty thousand in equity that's crazy yeah, yeah. It's, it's bizarro out there yeah that is a good good get in early and also for those who are making life transitions and and it allows you something to to plan for too right so um yeah i think that that's new construction builds are are good for yeah and be patient too because it, i mean it's not awesome. something that you're gonna yeah. You, I mean, you can't move into in 30 days. It's going to be, you know, kind of seeing it down yep. the line. So nice. Um, so flipping, oh, is there anything else you want to touch on to buyers out there who might be looking at new construction, any advice or? Um, I, I will say the one thing, or one last thing is, you know, you, it's still wise to get pre-approved through, you know, your agent's preferred lender or, um, uh, you know, whoever you are working with, but most builders are going to require you to get pre-approved through their, the in-house mortgage company. So mm -hmm. Pulte has their own, Toll Brothers has their own. I think DR, I mean, I think everybody has their own. So they're going to, they're going to try to be competitive and, you know, offer you incentives. The people that I just closed with, um, it was a Pulte home in, in Black Diamond. Uh, the, the incentives were just too great. The, yeah, I, I, yep. I I think the the percentage that the rate that they got on their loan was a little bit higher than what caliber could offer, but I think they had like 10,000 in cut in, to cover closing, closing. costs. Yeah. So it was just, so and yeah. you can always refi out of that too. So totally. I think probably one of the things I would mention is that even though let's say there's a site, um, rep or someone that's repping the developer. And we, we talked about this also with new construction condos, you know, right. um, it, it is, you can go to the office and, and put in your reservation, but it's always good to work with someone who's working on your behalf. 
um, yeah. because you know those the site sale uh, representatives they're representing the the seller the developer yeah. and so working with someone who has the um, the knowledge of how new construction works the timelines yeah. the different things I mean that is just so valuable for buyers so um, if you're totally. out there don't skimp on that make sure that you're working with people who know how to deal with new construction and to represent yeah. you in the best way so yeah I mean the one that I won't say what the builder was, but the, we had one recently where it was definitely in my client's best interest to at least have me in their court, even though my clients were very proactive in the communication process. But yep. it's not my personality to get aggressive and, and like lay the smack down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but it was definitely necessary in this instance because there was just no urgency to get stuff done. Um, and we actually had to push the close date because uh, the builder didn't finish things based off of the inspection. I mean, it was a whole... But yeah a whole yeah, bunch of things that did not go smoothly so yeah good so on the flip side then um because we are working with a couple local developers one in particular um and when and also because we work with so many rental properties we kind of mm -hmm. see the targeted properties that would be good for them but speaking to maybe some people out there who might be thinking oh i should sell this property to a developer or whatever why don't we talk right. about what they're looking for um just so we could kind of you know cast a web on on um you know search yeah. criteria yeah so the the criteria points that the people we're working with, they're looking for a minimum of 3,000 square foot lot, less than uh, six feet topography, um, you know, kind of throughout the lot. Uh, the areas that we're targeting are West Seattle, um, air, some areas of South Seattle, as long as the, the margins work, Central District, you know, Capitol Hill, Madison Valley, Madrona, all those areas, maybe less shy. Uh, Northeast Seattle up to 100th. Um, Ballard, uh, maybe Broadview, but it has to be west of Third, uh, Magnolia, Queen Anne. And then just recently, um, they started engaging us in talks about looking West Bellevue, Kirkland. Um, the the lot size out in in those areas is a little bit larger, um, just because the lot, um, because the overall, they're viewing it as a luxury property out there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of it. They have a bunch of different they have a bunch of different floor plans or ideas or things that they can do. So on, at least on our end, I found that it's really hard to gain a pulse as to what they're exactly thinking for every specific lot. Mm -hmm. um, so I do know that they're kind of being a bit more aggressive in, in acquisitions this year than they were a year ago. I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One, the market is just crazy right now. Yeah. Um, and I think they're finding just a scarcity in their inventory on the acquisition side. Um, surprisingly enough, they actually hit their, their marks for last year, which I mean, yeah, I mean, good on them. I mean, <laughs> we were sending them it's over hard, like, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of properties. And, and well, I, yeah. I think the key thing is that the, you know, you're as a developer, you're very in tune with what your bottom line is and how much you're right. spending for the property, the actual land, because that's your, totally. your largest cost. Right. And yeah. so you're, you, I can see how you would be kind of scrupulous on, on, that as the de the main detail right? right and then topography is something that you know in seattle we challenge with we're challenged with because we have so many totally. hills and so you know so the uh if you could minimize that then you don't have to put in the energy and effort and actually you know right. leveling land and and going through that with you know the landscaping and all that sort of thing too so yeah. 
Yeah, I know it's it's a long. I know you work so hard and and um, <laughs> scouting properties for them, and I I know that um you know obviously they're they're happy with with that as well because you're yeah. you're on the ground seeking out all, all the the unique ones. But yeah. um, what I think of this one in particular in terms of uh, I guess you want to talk about price range. What like ideally kind of what we're seeing these developers looking to stay yeah. around. So. In, in Bellevue Kirkland, you know, they're looking for anything under 2.2. That's kind of what they said their max is. I sent Sorry. them over a property that okay. was like, you're fine. That was like 7 million um, in, in West Bellevue that, I mean, was a definite teardown, but they, they just, I mean, it, it was a huge lot, like half acre in Clyde Hill. Um, so I think they can make those numbers work. It's just a matter of what the, the exit value is. Yep. Um, in in the city or in Seattle, uh, I would say probably their max is 900, 950. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, that's pretty specific. What we found is that the more realistic price point is probably under 650 or 700. Um, they did just receive an influx of, of cash for kind of a specific um, uh, design where um, they're not necessarily going to look at exit value too much. They're going to be looking more at how much they can rent out each unit for. So that's kind of changed some of their scope and I think how aggressive they're being. Uh, I mean, we lost out on one yesterday in West Seattle. It was a 9,000 square foot lot. Um, they had 22, no, 24 offers and we came in second. Oh, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we got second. So, you know, that felt good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, but, uh, the top five nowadays, you're so I know. <laughs> and that's even with pending feasibility, too. So yeah. I was like, okay, we got two and or number two, and we're pending feasibility. So, um, but I mean, we escalated 165000 higher than what the list price was, and somebody still came in higher than us, uh, which is, uh, yeah, anyways. They're, and they're financed, too. So they're going to have insane work to do on appraisal. But mm -hmm. yeah. But um, so on-market stuff is kind of tricky right now just because there's so many end users looking for end users. I mean, like people looking for primary, primary oh, residences. Yeah. yeah. Not to, not to tear them down and then rebuild or even just, you know, flip. Yep. So even, even those people that do look to flip, I think they're going to have a really difficult time right now, you know, getting in there at a realistic price point, you know, adding 50 to a hundred thousand in, in upgrades and then, you know, trying to recoup that same amount. I just, it's, I think it has to be hard for that, for that yeah, group for sure. too. I mean, and then you start talking about compromising quality of those type of the flips and then, totally. you know, and you know, there'll probably be no doubt that they'll be able to sell it, you know, because our market is so crazy right now. Someone will yeah. buy the product, um, yeah. but you have to be very, very into your numbers and very, very yeah. quick and very efficient and um, making sure, especially with the older homes, making sure you're, yeah. you know, doing all systems and all that sort of thing too. So yeah. And I mean, that's the, even with the highs and lows of, of navigating, you know, the acquisitions for these guys, it's, it's, I mean, still learned a lot and they, they're super dialed in with, with their process. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's been a, it's been a fun experience, but also frustrating just because, you know, we'll get into contract and then they'll do the feasibility and they're like, now this doesn't work. And I'm like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we won that one for you. <laughs> I know. I, I know. To to find it, to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, so. I hear you. Um, what I know, we've seen some of what their product is looking um, 
at like in the future this their future builds um why don't you yeah. talk a little bit about kind of the trends that we're seeing in in the new construction stuff they're spitting out yeah i think for them specifically i mean they're a builder that came up from southern or from california and so they're looking to make their way but i, I don't know like contemporary farmhouse it's mm -hmm. kind of uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of custom builders probably originally located in, in Seattle or the Northwest, and they've kind of done these contemporary Northwestern, you know, kind of the square. And, yeah. and these are more, I don't know, contemporary farmhouse, farmhouse, kind of contemporary craftsman type things. So they're beautiful homes. I mean, I, I can't wait for them to be finished with a couple of them and then just kind of go look at them and see the finished product because, um, you know, they're they're going to be really dialed in. So I'm yeah. excited. So yeah, I think so too. Very, a, a very elevated quality product totally. um, that does. It's like that chic um, farmhouse, yeah. like you said, craftsman style. So I had, they have character, you know, yeah. um, uh, I think some of the other product that, that you're viewing out there just as a whole, like are developers uh, making extra spaces for like home offices? Are they, um, you know, smart home technology, like, you know, are, what are the trends that you're seeing there? <laughs> In terms of smart home technology, I mean, Lenara, they're kind of doing that. Um, obviously, we're not going to find that a ton in the city, but, um, but I, I mean, a lot of the big builders are kind of integrating that. Um, the cool thing about the people that we're working with, if you get, if you find out about the property or you purchase it far enough down the line, you can kind of make some tweaks to the overall internal floor plan. So if you do want a home office or kind of, you know, create the fifth bedroom, you know, kind of geared towards something different. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm sure that there's some tech that could be added in the event that that was something that was, you know, important to you. Yeah. Um, that's the cool thing about them is that they're small enough that they can kind of, uh, you know, build what their product is, but create create some customization so that it fits what the buyer's looking for. Yeah. And not all builders are like that. So. Cool. Um, are there, as far as like parking and stuff goes, I mean, is the one, what are you seeing in terms of garage space? Uh, in the city or kind of? Um, just in general. I think in the city, obviously zero parking is what everyone said. Just yeah, use I the mean, land. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like some of the, some of the floor plans are the what they're looking for. It's just they're they're banking on street parking. Um, in terms of outside, well, like the townhomes in Shoreline that I toured recently, they have two car garages that are like okay. legit two car garages. Yep. Um, some people or some developers, I think, are just kind of creating like a small parking lot if it's just you know four four townhomes and then you know okay. each one gets a. Uh, gets a spot. The one that I toured in Shoreline that wasn't Blue Fern, it was somebody else. They didn't have any parking, but the way that the lot was constructed, it, parking would be very tricky. Mm. So it kind of had like two spots. I'll do this here. Two spots here and four spots here. And so oh, yeah. where so, my pinky is, and yeah, it just wouldn't wouldn't work. You're going to frustrate some neighbors. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to think. The, the one in Bothell, they had a two-car garage. I mean, most most of them most are kind happen. of incorporating parking. Yeah, the yeah. ones in South Everett that that Pacific Ridge is doing, they kind of have a couple of different garage scenarios. So some mm -hmm. are tandem, some are side by side. One's just like one garage and then one in front that's outside. So yep. I've kind of seen it all at this moment. Yep, nice. Yeah. Anything else that you think we should touch on as far as new construction? I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, the people we're working with are 
they're still hungry. They're still wanting to acquire properties. They're, I mean, their process is really, is really intricate and seamless and, and they have vendors that they work with to do geotech and, um, uh, sewer scopes. And, and I mean, we're not, we're not really having to navigate the inspection of the actual home. It's just more of like, can the lot hold what they're wanting to do? Um, but, um, yeah. And so for, if the you most, know, for the most part, that's done up front. I think there's only certain special circumstances like the, the one that we had um, where you have to actually have a surveyor out there and, and do yeah. a little bit more, you know, research for things that have a little bit more slope. Right. But even the one that we went into contract on in Maple Leaf, yep. um, you know, they still had to kind of do the whole thing to make sure that the, I think that's just a part of their process. Yep. Um, at least for these guys and spe uh, specifically. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're still, they're still hungry looking for spots. I know that there's not a lot of people wanting to do, uh, off market right now, but, um, our, our people are willing to, you know, create a, like a good offer for if, if you know of anybody. Yep. So good. All right. Um, well, thank you. You're yeah, thanks quite for the, the hustler. I know you're always in the car and you know, buzzing <laughs> around. I mean, you cover everywhere from, you know, down south, you know, up north, east and west. So yeah. well, that's kind of how the relocation, I mean, how we kind of built the business because everything's kind of been word of mouth at this point. Just now, I mean, we're, we're ramping up marketing because of this team that's now been constructed and, mm -hmm. you know, find value in that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, just have to keep, keep trucking. Keep it up. Keep yep. it up. Got to keep saying yes. That's a good, that's basically... <laughs> Yeah, I keep yeah. saying yes, but like make sure I'm I can try to get home at five o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just fit everything in as much stuff yeah. as you can in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good. Well thank you, Brendan. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, yep. We will wrap this up. If anyone has any additional questions, feel free to reach out. We'll post um, Brendan's contact information and we'll be reposting this um, video as well. Uh, and of course, if you have any properties uh, or know someone who has a property um, that you think might fit the general scope of, of what this particular developer is looking for or or not, and you just have a lead on a property that you like to chat about, we might have yeah. someone else that, that might be um, in line. So thank you. Happy Friday, everyone. Have yeah. a safe weekend. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.